If you're looking for some Valentine's or even Galentine's Day looks, our friends at DNCO have you covered. They have so many pink and red tops that you can pair for literally any occasion. Use your code SWIPEFAT for 30% off your next order. Head to dia.com slash SWIPEFAT to get shopping. Hi, I'm Alex. Hi, I'm Nikki. And this is SWIPEFAT. It is. We're here. Drinking coffee and eating cheese. Barely living. Honestly, I feel like I've been so busy, but then sometimes I'm like, so I'm started doing TikToks of the day, you know, like what mm-hmm. a day in my life. And I'm like, what do I do? <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I know I do stuff all day, but it's like, what am I doing? Mm-hmm. Um, I, I feel you because like I tried to do them and I'm like, nah, this isn't going to work for me. You're on your <laughs> computer like 24 seven. I know. I think, <laughs> well, and it's so hard to explain so many facets of like it's not like one job that's the same every day mm-hmm. so like one day it's like doing inventory then the next day you're like I'm making content for Walgreens <laughs> people are like whiplash what the fuck <laughs> I did one on Friday night where I did a lot like I worked I went to an event and like I go to the end of it I didn't show my outfit once. I was like, what the <laughs> fuck are you doing? That's why people are on your TikTok. They want to see your outfits. I was like, you're so dumb. So I realized no day in the life content. They're hard. Yeah. They're so hard. They're hard. It's a job. It's Yeah, it's a job. And like- Vlogging is hard. And last week I couldn't really show much in my, my, my days. So is there a reason for that, miss? Mm-hmm. Nick? Mm-hmm. I had, a secret, I had a secret whirlwind romance. That's now not a secret, I guess. I love that. <laughs> are, are we saying that? Um, okay. All right. Let's back up. Cause yeah. I, I feel like, okay, you match with this. I'm going to, I'm going to tell part of it because I, from my perspective, yeah. so Nikki like matches with this guy and she starts talking with him and then she messages me and is like, this guy's moving in a week. Do I do it for the plot? <laughs> yeah and I was like yeah go for it why not he could turn out to be an asshole Mm -hmm. anyway on your first date and then no love lost right like you Mm -hmm. you did it and you did it for the plot and you did it for the podcast yeah but now now Nikki can drop in because this is where my my part of the story ends (laughs) and the real one begins (laughs) yeah so I we started talking on a Wednesday I agreed to go to coffee with him. And then he tells me that he is going, he's moving. And I was like, of course you are. And then with Alex's help, I was like, okay, I'm doing it for the plot. So I said, fuck that. We're not doing coffee. We're getting drinks. So Friday we did that. And it was like the, the best first date I've ever been on. (laughs) Like that's how it always happens though. I feel so fucking dumb about it too. Um, Why do you feel dumb about it? Okay, we'll get there. We'll get there. Yeah. So we go and we get drinks and it's great. And he's a gentleman. Um, he insists on paying. Uh then we go and we get food. We go to a restaurant down the street, and it's just like nonstop conversation we decided we were going to just be super honest with each other and hold nothing back which is very different for me because normally I uh I guess I I put up I put up walls you Mm -hmm. know and I'm always worried about like well am I coming off cool or okay 
like, am I too much? Am I too quirky? Am I too weird? So I always put like, I have those thoughts in my head, which I can say the reason I agreed to go out with him in the first place is because he, he, one of our first conversations, he asked me like what genuinely inspired me in the world, like what made me excited. And I answered guys, I answered with such a weird question. I know. Well, we were like, it got there. Oh, wait, that wasn't the first thing he asked you. Oh, it wasn't the first thing. Oh my God. If a guy asked me first question out, what genuinely inspires you? I don't think it was that he didn't say genuinely inspires because like we were talking. (laughs) It's okay. He can be a little bit nerdy. It's fine. He's he's a hot nerd. I just, I thought you meant as like his starter question. No. No, we went from talking about QAnon and Flat Earthers okay, to okay. him asking me like what excites me about the world. I think that's actually what he asked is like what excites me. And I answered genuinely, which is very surprising for me. Um, so we have this amazing first date. We end up going back to his place. Um, then he asked to see me again and again and again. And again, until he left on Wednesday, I spent, we matched on a Wednesday. I spent Friday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. He dropped me off at my house Wednesday morning and got on the road and he left. Whirlwind. Whirlwind. Like rom-com, like kind of things. Yeah. He eats sushi in bed. Like, who? I don't you know. also went to a puppet show, <laughs> I, which I, felt also rom commy in a way that's like it's so random, you know? Yeah. Like it's so well, like in a rom com, they're always doing like they're paintballing or like some weird thing, and it's like Nikki did that. She ate sushi in bed, and then she went to a puppet show. I went to a puppet <laughs> show. Yes, it was the international puppet. Like I don't know, it was some, some puppet week that was fancy, and we went and saw the. York Times Critics Choice puppet show um and it was good you said it was good I was like okay that makes me want to go see it but I think like without any context you're like we're going to a puppet show (laughs) I was like how the fuck did I agree to go to a puppet show talk about doing it for the plot (laughs) I did it for the plot yeah you want to go to a puppet show (laughs) (laughs) can we call him puppet guy puppet master No. no um to put things in context he's an actor Mm-hmm. so um and in theater and uh yeah so he happened to take a puppet course on Monday oh my god stop <laughs> okay well there's no way to not call him no puppet. we can't hit no he uh Why? he he chose his name oh okay so well, we, no- we commonly let them do so yeah okay <laughs> What does he want his name to be? Well, because I kept calling him a hot nerd. Okay. He wants so to be called a hot he's nerd. Like, he's like, he could be the hot nerd. But Can maybe we call him hot nerd puppet master? But he's not a puppet master. He just got into But it's puppet- funny. It is. Okay. We can call him puppet man. That's fine. Okay. <laughs> I like it. Speaking of. He just texts you? Yeah. <laughs> Random. That's like manifesting... <laughs> 2.0 I know okay so back to him <laughs> and um what did I learn from this I think that's really what I should focus on because like I could be sad yeah that I like went out with this man and had these great nights um and then he left I could you know 
I said it was cruel that the world did this to me because I should probably talk to my therapist about why I always am attracted to men who don't live in the same city as I live in. Um, because I literally haven't been in a relationship since I moved to Chicago. It's all been long distance. Besides, so like, I, I personally think that being vulnerable with someone is easier when they're gone, when they're not here. Mm-hmm. And I think because I did that for a very long time, like until recently, you know that. Yeah. And I think part of it is that like you can be vulnerable at a distance. So it's not as scary. Mm-hmm. And like you were saying just before, like it's harder for you to let a wall down, but it was like probably easier because you knew he was leaving. But I will say I let a wall down before I knew he was leaving too. Like when you were texting him. When we were texting before, like I was. Yeah. So I don't know, maybe it was just his personality and. Probably a combination of a bunch of stuff, you know? Yeah. Yeah. mm -hmm. Yeah. I think I. I, um, after two cocktails, I texted Alex, I go, have you ever been on a first date and thought this is my person? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, which I thought that I think I was like caught up in it all. Which is fair. Um, Who wouldn't be? Yeah. Who wouldn't be? Who doesn't want that? Cause like, while you were going through that. I was like going through like um, this guy being like who lived here I was like oh I want a relationship and I was like I kind of want what Ningy has though yeah. that's a little like, more fun <laughs> like I just want to eat takeout and have a lot of sex yeah like the yeah. other part is harder and I mm-hmm. think that maybe that's part of it too it's like yeah. the relationship stuff is harder it is and it's harder to navigate mm-hmm. so I think it's sort of like my inclination is to want that because it's easier yeah mm-hmm even though it's really not in the end, we're really fucking ourselves over, but in the moment it's easier. Yeah. In the moment I was, moment it was good. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the moment I was very into it. Yeah. Um, so I had sex with this hot man, lots of sex. Mm-hmm. He worshiped my body, like in a non-creepy fetishized, that word, it wasn't a fetish. <laughs> um, like he yeah I don't he made me feel like sexy and beautiful and like reflecting back on it I don't think any of my past partners have like yeah so that was a thought and I was like maybe like specifically like did he do that you felt like was different that made you like realize that's something that you want for the future I mean he kept telling me that I was beautiful and sexy, but I think he was very kind of overwhelmed by me a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, in a like in an adorable way. Yeah. Um, but he was just like very genuine and it wasn't just like, oh my God, you're so sexy. It was like, you know, you're beautiful. And he's like, I like he loved my nose. Like, I don't know. It was just like words of affirmation I was just gonna say maybe you have more of a words of affirmation love language than you think I I think I do because like I thought back on like I was thinking back on things and it's like you know one of my exes like the most he would say was like you look good yeah you know mm-hmm. and or like it really when he stopped saying I love you to me it really it killed me inside yeah like, you know I was like so maybe I do have more of a words of affirmation so it was kind of like I don't know this is very much a learning experience and I'm going to take 
the different factors of like let me letting my wall down at first and you know how he made me feel um and hopefully apply like, it to, apply future, it stuff. to yeah. future things yeah yeah so yeah and maybe i'm taking a trip to new york soon Who knows? <laughs> yeah i mean you guys are still talking it's not like he's off the table but no. i think that the thing that we talked about you know was just making sure that you're not yeah i'm not only focusing on him um yeah. we had like we had lots of talks about it because like it was so natural at first mm-hmm. and like and we got caught up in whatever it was um but it's like no we're adults like he's moving to a new city and you know yeah and I'm gonna be here and long distance doesn't hasn't worked for me in the past but he like he asked if we could keep talking and I said I just don't want a pen pal to have a pen pal right like I, I I can talk to somebody on a random on tinder um so we're gonna keep catching we're gonna check in with each other um and then next time I'm in New York maybe I'll see you yeah so we're not like you know we're just we're keeping it chill you know and I'm swiping yeah we're you know on to the next need some more dates because I had a lot of dates last week and it was very exhausting but I also very much enjoyed yeah that aspect Mm -hmm. like I had sushi ramen Mexican and Italian all within four days (laughs) you want to keep that you want to keep that international lifestyle alive gotta have more puppet shows and live music in my life (laughs) my god so when I was going out to meet him for drinks you had a, also had a date planned mm-hmm. that you didn't want to go on, but then you no he he lured you in. What did he lured you lure you in with? Baking. Yeah, I know. I was like very close to canceling. Mm-hmm. So our first date was um good. It was like a good date, mm-hmm. but I wasn't like convinced he was someone I wanted to have a second date with. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he was like you know, we had already talked about the day and I was sort of like, I didn't, I didn't hear from him. And I was sort of like, Ooh, kind of hope that he forgot. (laughs) (laughs) It was also a Friday and I was tired. And, um, I was like, I really don't feel like leaving my house and I definitely don't want to have to put on clothes. Um, but yeah, he texted and he was like, well, what do you think about baking together? (laughs) I was like, fuck, I love a cookie. I love a cookie. So I did go, um, but I do think I said, should I do it for the plot? And you agreed mm-hmm. because I didn't want to go. It's not that I didn't want to see him, but it was like more that I, um, you didn't want to go. You didn't. Wanna. Yeah, I didn't. <laughs> I was like, I mean, can we like, just want to reschedule, mm-hmm. but I knew if we rescheduled, it would never happen. Mm-hmm. So I did it. And then, um, again I kind of had written it off like uh he didn't want a relationship and that's sort of why I was like uh yeah I'm not really that like interested in like just another guy for the roster Mm -hmm. I think maybe that was the hang up for me like 
like I am, but I'm not because it just is exhausting. Like rosters are exhausting. I don't know how people do this on the regular mm-hmm. with rosters. It's so much work. It's, it's a lot. It's mentally taxing to talk to that many guys and like see that many people in a week. You know, I did that like three date in a week thing. Yeah, three different I, I dudes. Think dates isn't enough. Like two huh? dates is good. Two dates in one week, like two different guys one week, appropriate. Three dates, that's too much. It was we were wilding out. Yeah, I mean, I'm glad I did it. Kind of like get it over with because the third guy was the worst. Yeah, <laughs> um, and the other two were decent, so it was sort of like okay. We haven't really talked about that guy. We haven't. No, because we had interviews in between. Okay, we'll talk about him in two seconds. Okay, but um, I think what I learned mm-hmm. from this guy was because when I we went on the second date. Um, he made it pretty clear that what he was looking for was a relationship. And I did not know that that was sort of on the table. Um, I didn't think he was looking for that. So um, changed my mind about him um, after that date, because it was just like really easy. And obviously, we were aligned on what we were looking for in the future. And I think um, what I learned is doing it for the plot can actually like be good for your actual love life <laughs> so you know Serena Kerrigan always says okay well like do it for the plot and it's like I think it's just a like motivational tool to get yourself to like actually leave your house and like get out of your comfort zone yeah get out of your comfort zone um and yeah also mm-hmm. like don't you think you just kind of assume if someone's asking you to, like come over and hang out that it's like not a serious thing like you don't actually want a relationship yeah, it's for like, especially on the second date, you're like, oh, well, okay, it's a hookup. Yeah, it's a hookup. We're, there's know, no the relationship. Cooking, the baking of cookies is, that's a cute one. Yeah. I've heard that one before. It's always like, come over for dinner. Yeah, me either. And I was sort of like, oh, that's new. Yeah. Okay. Again, for the plot, like. <laughs> I, the question everybody's thinking, how were the cookies? The cookies are actually very good. They were. I am not, I'm not a good cook, chef, bake, whatever. I mean, I'm not bad, mm-hmm. but um, I did like accidentally put in a lot of like too much salt and um, we had a good chuckle about that. So that mm-hmm. was funny, but no, they were really good. He had like a whole, he had his own like recipe. Oh, I think it was his mom's, but you know, still. Very different than the guy. Um, oh, we haven't talked about this. I went on a date last Monday, remember, with that guy who only talked about roller coasters and how to make the p- perfect chocolate chip cookie. It was, he had eight steps. I don't remember this at all. Yeah. So on Monday, so Monday, I went out with the guy, chocolate chip cookie man. And on Friday, I went out with the puppet guy. Okay. <laughs> Fucking A. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I went to, cocktails you don't remember I don't remember anything about a chocolate chip cookie yeah he told me the eight steps to make the perfect chocolate chip cookie no I don't remember this yeah and then maybe I was too hung up in my own chocolate chip cookie game this was before your chocolate chip oh damn I don't even know I don't remember this at all he um give me more he was uh I think he might have been on the spectrum oh okay 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 yeah 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 Um, yeah. that guy and he was very sweet, um, yeah. but he talked a lot about roller coasters and he had eight steps to make the perfect chocolate chip cookie. So and he had to so detail the whole thing. He detailed the whole thing for detail. me. Yeah. Details. Very, very sweet man. Just not my, my, my man. Mm-hmm. Um, he, 
and he got that vibe and he ended up unmatching me and sending me a text that I wasn't into it before I even told him I wasn't. (laughs) So there was that. But yes, eight steps. Did you guys brown the butter? No. No. Did you use chocolate chunks, like chop up your own chocolate? Yes. Did you make your ball of cookie dough, then pull it apart? No. Put it back together? No. These are the kind of things I learned on dates, how to make the perfect chocolate chip cookie and about puppets. Okay. Mine are very different. <laughs> the puppet guy, so, you know. I feel like mine are so like heavily like music on a couch dates. Playing songs back and forth to each mm-hmm. other. Did a lot of that over last week too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like that's a fun love language. That's, that's my love language for sure. Yeah, it's a fun one. But it's a turn off when they play a song you don't like. Oh, I don't really care because everyone has different pers- Like They do. It's fine. He, he made up for it with the, ne- the next song, you know? Okay. He, re- he reeled me back in. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, speaking of guys who give you the ick. Who <laughs> give you the ick. The charcuterie guy. That was who I went on a date with. Um, My three date bender ended with charcuterie guy who we all thought, and by we, I mean you and me, had the most um, potential potential because he had like planned my perfect date Mm -hmm. and we had a lot in common, Mm -hmm. Um, like from the same area growing up, both went to like Catholic college, like, yeah, so We went to the zoo and walked around and it was like negative degrees and he was really into it. And I sort of thought like, oh, this is like the cute part where we like are only here for five minutes and then we go get a drink. You know, that's my vibe. And he, we walked around for like over an hour and we would go into each house and see all the animals. And he mansplained every animal to me. Um, but I didn't realize it was mansplaining because I don't know anything about animals. So I was like, oh, these are interesting facts. I don't know, you know, but we're, I think towards the end, he's, we got to the reptile house was the last one we went to. And every time we went to like a different little like exhibit, he'd be like, I see it. And then walk to the next one really fast and be like there. And then like walked, I was like, I'm sorry. Oh, is this a game that we're playing that I didn't know we were playing? and um, wasn't it on the rules right and he was so weird about it and then when I would find him he would get like mad okay so (laughs) that's where red flags start but I was like we just need to get to a drinking component right Mm -hmm. but on the walk there um we were talking about he was an intern in DC and I was an intern in New York around the same time and so he was talking about his thing and I was like oh I was like you know I'm journalism major and I like really wanted to work in a magazine and he was like oh have you written any novels (laughs) and I was like I mean when I was a kid yeah I would write like little novels all the time but they were like you know three pages in a composite notebook like you know not a big deal he's like oh was it anything that I would want to read I was like no I don't know if you're like making fun of me or like um you're serious and or did you write a novel like are we trying your way of like yeah it was weird it was weird and I was like uh no and (laughs) so we get to have drinks now this is where this is where things went really badly but in a okay so my first order I got like a wine and it was like a pretty small pour Mm. so I drank that pretty fast um because you know you're on a date and 
You're thirsty. It was, it was awkward. Mm-hmm. We had just walked around the zoo for an hour. I was freezing. Just got warm up. <laughs> so I drank that really fast. But by the time I had drank it, like I pretty much knew that I did not want to see him again because the man's planning got worse. Mm-hmm. And he was like, I used to go to London a lot when I was a kid because, you know, we had family there and he had his sister lives there now. So he goes a lot to visit now. So my memories of London are very like rooted in childhood memories. Like we would <laughs> hang out in backyards and just like we weren't like seeing the sights and it was family stuff yeah um so he was just like I basically questioning if I really knew anything about London I'm like not from a like an adult perspective I've been there as an adult maybe three times this is not the same like I don't but he was like well okay where do they live and just grilling me and it was so awkward but I had already ordered another wine and this this time she brought me a very large pour because she knew we were on a date ah. and I was like I know you're trying to be nice but I'm not rude this was rude and I can't leave it behind no no wine left behind no wine left behind he also didn't order a second <laughs> <laughs> and his first drink he sent back he got like they said that they were cocktails that were already made mm-hmm. you know like pre-batched yeah, pre-batched. And he was like, well, I don't want, I want instead of, it was like a chocolate hot toddy thing. And he was like, well, I don't want scotch. I want something else. Mm-hmm. And so he asked for it with vodka. And then when they brought it, it was batched. Right. And so he was like, this doesn't taste. I was like, no, she literally just said that it's scotch. <laughs> I don't understand yeah. what happened. Then he made me try it. And I was like, yes, it tastes like scotch. Yeah. <sighs> I don't know what to tell you, but then he was like giving me mansplaining scotch to me. Oh, good. And like how it's made. And I was like, I don't, I don't care. You should have been fact checking him on Google the whole time. He fact checked me on Google. (laughs) Oh my God. It was so bad. (sighs) Um, It was so bad. Well, I, I think you haven't even said the worst part of the date. What was the, I know I can't remember. When he said he likes to swipe on like 24 year olds. Oh yeah. Okay. The, yeah, that was the nail in the coffin for me, but it was the very, very end of the date. So I already Should've, knew I was out. Yeah. I, was, I already knew I was done. And when, once we hit novel on the walk towards mm-hmm. the bar, I was out, but you know, I'm, I'm not going to say no to a beverage. So, um, yeah, <laughs> very end, he was saying how his, I feel like the conversation changed, shifted for me at least, because I was like, you know, talking about bad dates and, you know, whatever. And I was sort of like, who are you, you know, any bad dates? I feel like that's like an easy that's like first date. Like, yeah. Thing. And it's easy to talk about and doesn't really have to involve like you fact checking me. <laughs> um, so he's, he was telling me his age range of like how he dates from like, he's 36. So so he dates from 25 to like 38 or something like that. Mm. And he was like, but I've been on a few dates with girls who are younger, like 25. And it just like, doesn't work out. And I said something along the lines of like, yeah, I'm not really sure like what a guy our age is getting from that relationship. Um, but you know, that's just me. And he was like, well, they have better bodies. <sighs> and I was like, um, I know you're joking, but it's not fun. It's not funny. not funny um especially like I'm you know you know I'm 36 and like 
uh okay so at the end he was like oh you're probably gonna tell your friends that one huh yep and I was like absolutely (laughs) so later (laughs) he texted me and was like making sure I got home okay and I was like yep I didn't even like say I we paid for both of our drinks so I wasn't even saying thank you we later the next day he texted me and was like our um so what do you think and I was like, it was a no for me once you told me um, 24-year-olds have better bodies than 36-year-olds. So thanks, but no thanks. <laughs> and he unmatched me. Good. Um, so don't date charcuterie guy. Yeah. <laughs> don't date charcuterie guy. Yeah, okay. Not pleasant. I've, if they start mansplaining you. Get out of there. Out of there. That's what we've learned. No drink is worth mansplaining. Yeah, I think that we hadn't really gotten to that point yet. I didn't know that the animals were mansplaining because I don't know anything about them. <laughs> I didn't pick up the red flag. <laughs> yeah, but you got it after, you know, you got them later. Got them later. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't have gone for the drink. If you would have realized, yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't have. But, um, yeah. you know, I did have wine from for me. Mm-hmm. I wish he, he he had just left and I just had the wine by myself, to be honest. Me with that waitress would have been better. Better date, 100%. 100. <sighs> Waste of a good date location, man. Yeah. But you know what? You can go on another date there. Now it's, now it's ruined. It's ruined? Okay. A little bit. I went there like a week later with a friend of mine because we were at dinner in that sushi place inside. And... Mm-hmm. um. I was like, ugh. Okay, it's ruined. PTSD from this man trying to explain to me where London is on a map. <laughs> like, I haven't been there 19 million times. It's fine. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's thick. That's a big ick. I still say do it for the plot. I'm yeah. like, I know we're ending on a bad date here, but do it for the plot anyway, because you learn from that. You learn from it. You learn from everything. And I think that that's the whole point of this is like, if you have like a huge, big, ick, red flag with someone, it's a no, right? Mm-hmm. But I think we need to stop putting parameters on why we're going to meet up with people just because of height and like, certain background things or cultural differences because you can meet those people in person and it would be a completely different situation right so I think we need to be able to like be a little bit more open about who we're going out with but I I do think now that I might have a height requirement after going out with puppet man because I do enjoy having to go on my hippie toes to kiss someone Mm -hmm. I I I veto that I don't think Okay, it's a bonus. Bonus. I love that. Bonus points. Fine. Bonus points if you have to get on your tippy toes. Yes, bonus points for tippy toes. He was the first person I've ever been out with that was over six one or six foot. Actually, five eleven. Most of them say they're five eleven and they're really like five ten or lower. Five ten, yeah. You know, or you know, they say they're five eight and they're actually five six. Yeah. No, I'm I know. Yeah. I'm I'm blessed in being vertically challenged. Um it's just very nice to wear like heels and still be shorter than someone. I get, I get the peel. I get the peel, but like 
it shouldn't you're right it shouldn't be off the table yeah I think it's like good to have things that you want Mm -hmm. but if we're changing our parameters there's so many people we're not going to see I'm reading that you know that book how to not die alone oh yes there's a whole chapter about this because she she's a dating coach her name is Logan Uri U-R-Y and um she is the relationship expert at Hinge and used to work at Google. So she did like a lot of analytics and um, algorithms and all this stuff. But basically she had a whole chapter on how um, a lot of, she said, particularly women have a lot of settings on to find like their perfect mate. And mm-hmm. she's like, most often, especially with women, we're much more um, loosey goosey And when we actually meet someone in person, taking those, all those things off. Mm -hmm. So when you have all those boxes checked, you're going to miss all those people that you possibly could have met in person. Yeah. So, yeah, it was interesting. I'm really liking it, but I didn't finish it because um, I didn't, I didn't miss. Yeah. Well, I missed the requirement. I don't know. I could have read it during the day, I guess. Yeah. I have like a few more chapters left. Basically, I I read all the things. um, I need to see. (laughs) I read all the stuff. Yeah, I need to all the places on how to like enact things. There's like a whole uh, chapter on how to meet people um, in person. Oh, yeah, I know. I thought it'd be interesting to have her on if she would talk about stuff like that. Yeah, because we get that question a lot. We do. We do. Reach out to her. I didn't read that chapter yet, so I can't oh, so- give any tips or tricks. Okay, so read the chapter <laughs> and then we'll reach out. Yeah. So do it for the plot. Do it for the plot. Should we do oh. should we do some questions? Because Serena. Yeah, and I w- wait, I played the game with him. Oh, you did? Yes. Hold on. Yeah, let's finish with some questions. Yeah, we played, they're still in my purse. Can you explain what the cards are for anyone who doesn't know? So Serena Kerrigan has um some cards this episode is basically dedicated to it's a love story to her (laughs) um she a love letter to her um Mm -hmm. she has these cards and it's called let's fucking date let's fucking play let's fucking fuck um and basically like they're in four categories and it just they're questions to get talking um and get deeper and i actually have been picking out one card a week and using that as my opening line on bumble so i don't have to think about it the last one I did was like, if you had to be a soup, what soup? Yeah, I love that one. And and why? Getting really interesting. Getting very interesting answers. Only got one nasty answer. Which was the so, nasty one? What was the nasty one? Yeah, like how did he answer it? He said, "I basically, in a short version, he'd be clam chowder, and he wanted to be fucking clammy." <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Extra clam juice was requested. <laughs> okay oh neat yeah so and it was progresso so was he calling me fucking progresso that's I was offended by that wait what why would you be called progresso what does that what do you mean that progresso he he was saying it he wanted progresso clam chowder like he'd be progresso clam chowder extra blah 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 but he was like insinuating that he wanted mine Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. And when so, you're annoyed that you're progresso? Yeah. Why? So I'm fucking canned soup. <laughs> it's rude. I know he didn't know me, but it's rude. I'm more than a $4 can of fucking soup. 
<laughs> would it be better if you were Campbell's? No, I don't want to be fucking canned soup. I want to be like, tell me I'm your favorite restaurants. Like, I don't know. What about Panera? They don't have it. So, <laughs> no. I'm not fucking mediocre. Panera's a great soup, though. It is. It is. Um, okay, okay, first question When's the last time you had sex? This weekend. This week. And Wednesday morning. Wednesday. Yeah, Wednesday. Yeah, Wednesday morning. Wednesday night. Do you think it's possible to have friends with benefits? We actually answered this one together. We did? Well, no. Oh, you and him. You and him. Thought you and me. (laughs) Yeah. I think no. I think no as well. And someone always catches feelings. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. What would your ex say about you? I think my ex would say I was really a good, a good listener. Mm. I took on a lot of emotional burden for him. I feel, Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. And he did not do the same for me. I think my ex would probably like, has even said that I'm very sweet and I'm caring and I'm giving, but something that he hasn't said to me that he probably might tell his friends is that I was insecure. Mm-hmm. I guess I was very insecure in our relationship. Mm. Um, probably would also say that I drunk texted him a lot because I was insecure in our relationship. Yeah. Um, okay. Last question. Sex with lights on or off? Either. Me too. This actually, he wanted the lights off, but like a mood light on. A dim light. Yeah. Yeah. A dim light. I was like, we, they can be full blown on. I don't care. I have found that more men want the lights off mm-hmm. and more, I mean, I'm the only woman, but I guess mm-hmm. like I've asked other women and they also don't care. Yeah. I think, but it's also like. Don't I'm, you think that, okay. I feel like I've noticed this recently because I've been having more sex, but that men seem to be way more insecure than I mm-hmm. imagine them to be when I'm thinking about it and more than I feel like I am. Yeah. I think it's also that maybe their past partners have been insecure. And he was like, so shocked by like being okay with the lights on or me getting on top, like, or anything like that. And I'm just like, I just mean that like men I've had sex with are like apologizing for their bodies Mm. or making note of them in some respect, like calling something out. Yeah. Where I'm like, that's interesting because that makes me feel like you're insecure about it. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. He anyway. like, he, and I told him how attractive he was. He like, didn't know. Yeah. Like, how do you not know that you're very attractive? I think a lot of people. Don't. Yeah. So. So, cause he grew up nerdy. Yeah. And yeah. he didn't have that validation. Yeah. Man, I miss the sex already. Hmm. Uh. <laughs> Find someone else to have sex with. Yeah, who can lick my body up and down. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> you just have to say that's something that you want. <laughs> well, I didn't know it's something I wanted. It, I, I, that's another thing I learned. Love it. Being open with somebody, feeling sexually desired. Yeah, it's all because Love I did it. it for the plot. All right. Well, that's great. Hopefully we hear your um, stories of how you are doing it for the plot on our 
private Facebook group. If you aren't on it already, <clears throat> you can search for Swipe Fat Podcast on Facebook. Mm-hmm. Um, for some reason, just searching for Swipe Fat doesn't bring it up. So you have to put podcast. Um, also, you can follow us on TikTok or Instagram at Swipe Fat. And you, we would love it if you guys could give us a review on Apple Podcasts. That helps us um, get more viewers like yourselves. Oh, and something that's really exciting that's happening is we are going to be doing a live podcast on Eloquie's Instagram on February 10th, all talking about first dates. It's going to be so much fun. We're so excited that they reached out to us. Yeah, I'm so excited to show you Eloquie's um, Valentine's Day looks too. So yeah, it's super pumped. We're, we're very excited about this. <laughs> so um, stay tuned to our Instagram for more info about that. Yeah. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.